a beautiful day at GPB Studios. Well, I guess I can only speak for what's happening indoors because there are no windows to the outside world in here. I'm Ashley Mingwasser, and this is Classroom Conversations, the platform for Georgia's teachers. We hope you're enjoying our podcast series presented by the Georgia Department of Education in partnership with Georgia Public Broadcasting. Today's episode is another installment of Positive Classroom Conversations with Teachers. And in the spirit of up close and personal, this will be a one-on-one. Our teacher feature is from Northeast High School in Bibb County School District. Hashtag Raider Nation. She's leaving such a positive mark. Her work with students has been described as awesome and impactful. And you're going to love her. Here from Macon to discuss her positive classroom is Latanya Singleton-Clark. Welcome, Latanya. Hey. Hey. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling very good. Thanks for coming all the way from Macon. Absolutely. Do you take a road snack when you commute? I, I ate a whole meal. What'd you eat? <laughs> Crystals. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice whisper. I love it. Well, you're our primary guest today, but okay. our focus is secondary education. See what I did there? I got that. thought you might like that. I did. Well, to understand everything that you're about to share, we first need to understand your school. So can you just briefly describe Northeast High School for us? Oh, Northeast High School, we call it the pride of East Macon um, because it's the only school on that side of town. We have our feeder schools that feed into the elementary schools, feed into the middle school, and the middle school feed into the high school all on one side of town. So we're always called the school across the river. Ah, yes. So idyllic. Yes. Wonderful. And yes. what's the culture there like? Um, great, upbeat, upbeat culture um, because everyone basically knows each other from childhood and they just matriculate through school together. And it's great. It's wonderful because I even graduated from Northeast myself. You did? Yes, I did. I graduated from Northeast in 1992. So it's just amazing that I'm back teaching at my alma mater. Full circle. Yep. Full I bet circle. they love that. You're good PR lady. Uh, <laughs> that I am. You are. Well, let's just be transparent about all of your titles, shall we? Okay. I'll just list them here. Okay. CTAE Healthcare Science Teacher, yes. CTAE Department Chair, yes. Teacher Support Coach, yes. and Bibb County School District Teacher of the Year. That's the best. Woo! <laughs> Claps for that. Did I forget anything? Um. No, I think you got everything. Okay, that's a lot. I don't know how you do it. We'll dive into that. <laughs> okay. um, but you know what sounds fun? A little Latanya trivia, LTT. Okay, let's play. You want to play? Yes. I'm down with LTT. Let's you know go. me. You're going to play with me? <laughs> yes. I think we should do this rapid fire. Okay. So, and maybe we'll even have some music underneath. So just whatever comes to mind, just blurt your answer. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Let's begin. Okay. When and where were you when you decided to become a teacher, Latanya? I was at a previous job. Um, I did health care for over 18 years. I was in radiology. And I decided that I think it's time for me to go. I come from a family full of teachers. <gasps> I was the black sheep. I went health care. I went to the left. But it was still coming at me, still pulling at me, still pulling at me. Calling to you. Calling my name. And I... Never regret a day of it. I absolutely love teaching. Beautiful. What is your favorite thing about being a teacher? Um, encouraging my students, being there for them, empowering them with knowledge that's going to take them further into the world. Name a time when your students laughed with 
or at you? Um, actually, it was recently. We laugh a lot together because we have a lot of re- we have great relationships. But this is homecoming week, so Ooh. Monday was dressed in flashback nineties. So they was like, "Whoa, Miss Singleton Clark, okay, you chill. I like that. You understood the assignment." So and we had nineties <laughs> music playing in the hallway, just you know to keep everything going. So we danced and had fun and just laughed together. That's beautiful. Name three words that your students would use to describe you. Supportive, tough, and loving. Ah, How about that? I love how those last two go together. Yes. What is one quote or bit of advice you're known for giving students? Um, Positive thoughts plus positive energy creates positive results. So it's all about what you think will manifest into everything around you. So it starts with what your thoughts are. No wonder you have a positive classroom. <laughs> and lastly, what is the meaning of life? Just kidding. You never know who might know. So I just threw I that in. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for playing along, Latanya. No problem. Let's dive right into the high school experience. I loved mine. Mm-hmm. So much so, I cried and cried when it was over inside the car after graduation, mm-hmm. just feeling those separation pains. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that's normal. But the point is that I loved it so much because you and teachers like you made the high school experience so special. And I loved my younger high school self. So I'm curious, what is your modern day high schooler like? Um, the the students these days are very tech savvy. So if I ever have a, a issue because I'm less tech savvy, if I ever have an issue with anything in the classroom, they'd be like, I got you, Miss Singleton Clark. Just just don't get ruffled. You know, I'll take care of that for you. And they're quick to take care of it. And they're quick thinkers, too. So when you're teaching them, you got to keep them going, keep them, you know, engaged. But you got to be a quick pace with it because you can lose them quickly mm. because their minds work so quick. And um, on the flip side of that, um, a lot of our students sometimes come from um, tough homes. So they they carry a lot you know, with them. And a lot of those things that they carry with them can kind of block what they're learning when it comes into the classroom. So you kind of got to be with them and build those relationships with them to help them unblock whatever is going on in their minds or in their invisible backpacks and help unpack those so they can be successful in the classroom. It's all about building those relationships for your students to be successful. That's what you call the things they carry with them, the invisible backpack. Yes. Oh, yes, wow. Yes. What kind of things might be in that invisible backpack? Um, well, you have home life, things that may go on at home, um, hunger, um, mm-hmm. utilities out. You know, they may be the primary care provider for their younger siblings because their parents are working. And so they're living in survival mode. So when they're living in survival mode, um, sometimes education is kind of tough grasping because they, they need to survive. But when you build those relationships with them and place them in those positive environments and fill them, their buckets with positivity, you're also showing them it's a way that you can balance your backpack. Ah. You don't have to show me your backpack, but let me help you balance that invisible backpack. Because like we say, life happens. And as you continue to grow, life is going to continue to happen. But my sole job is to help you balance that backpack. But I need to also teach you what I need you to learn in my classroom. I think you've got it all figured out. That's a good, that's a really good lesson. Well, I'm sure COVID times affected them even more than what they already carry in their invisible backpacks. So what struggles have you experienced at the high school level and how are you addressing your students' needs? 
Um, the struggle that we're noticing is we have a learning gap right now. Because when students were out for COVID, it was like, boom, it happened all of a sudden. So we, the, the students had to jump from that face-to-face -face interaction, those hands-on interaction that let them get what they need to know until in front of a computer. And so we kind of, it was like a lack in the engagement piece of it. Ah. Okay, so you was having to try to keep them engaged, try to keep them excited. And then they're at home now, so they're having to be independent because their parents may was at work. So they had to learn that independent skill to get up, get in front of the computer to do their work. But a lot of students, I won't say quit. But they felt defeated uh -huh. because they couldn't grasp what they needed. And so they was disappointed in themselves. And so when they came back to school, we're, we're having to help kind of close that, that gap, that learning gap that, that had developed that, I mean, no one had control over that. You know, the pandemic came out of nowhere. So um, they're frustrated, of course, um, because they're not where they want to be because kids want to be educated. And they get frustrated if they can't understand or get something. So their frustration levels are kind of high. But that goes back to just continuing to be mot be motivators for them and don't let them give up. But um, that's the only thing we're dealing with right now. But I think all schools across Georgia are doing great things to help try to bridge that learning gap that we that happened to us from COVID. So how you're addressing that is just by being positive, mm -hmm. keeping them motivated. Anything else that you have to do day to day just to keep that going? Don't let them give up. Don't mm -hmm. don't let them give up. Let them know that it's okay. We're going to get this. I'm going to meet you where you are. I know where I want you to be, but don't jump there to try to be there. Let me meet you where you are and help build you up to where you want to be and where I want you to be. We're going there together. Exactly. Is your message. Exactly. Well, let's shift to the crux of this conversation. When we hear talk about creating a caring classroom environment, mm -hmm. we often immediately think about elementary school. Mm. But how do you create that climate in a high school? In a high school, a lot of people, like you say, they feel like elementary school. But high schoolers need it, too. Mm. Because if you look at this generation, look, to, look at what they're reaching to for love. You know, um, I often call this generation a loveless generation. They come to high school for safety. They come to high school for love. They come to high school for their needs. So we have we as teachers have to be there. I greet my students at the door to get a temperature check of them. I know my students very well. I can tell when they're off. If they're immediately. Off, immediately. If they're if it's something off, we'll take a walk down the hall, we'll sit down and talk. I have like a lounge area, not my personal lounge area, but the school has a lounge area outside of my classroom. We'll sit there. We'll talk because if I can't get you to clear your head of whatever weight you're carrying, you it's no way possible you're going to be able to learn and be a successful student that day. But not only standing at the door doing temperature checks in my classroom on my desk, I have motivational stickers that I change out every three months. So they'll come in, they'll see a motivational sticker. I have motivational posters. I have learning curriculum posters, too. But you'll also see motivational posters. I have music playing, you know, because students like music. Um, I have my aromatherapy going. What? <laughs> yes. I, I did mean, you happen to bring that with you today? I did not. I'm sorry. I should have brought you some. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yes, it's like it's you just have to create the environment, a great learning environment. And you know what? All these things you're describing, they they make me think of one word 
therapeutic. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it's really good for them as people. So you're able to literally clear the air with whatever they're bringing to school in their invisible backpacks. Absolutely. And then the learning can take root. Absolutely. You got it. Oh, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Well, can we hear about a success story? I'm sure you have one or two students who have really benefited from your positive classroom climate. Take us there. Introduce us to these situations. Um. So for me, success stories is every day. Um, any day I can pour positivity or build a student is a success story for me. Um, but I can go back to my first year when I started teaching, and I had this one stu- young man in my class. He would just come in, just real quiet. He'll do his work, wouldn't engage in anything, you know, but this is my first year teaching. <laughs> so I'm all about engagement because I'm a high-strung teacher. I'm um, you you can tell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would be like, just then I just went down one day. They was then the class was doing their assignments, and I just you know I, I just squatted down beside him. I said, "Are you okay? You know, I just noticed da 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 da." He was like, "Yo, Miss Singleton, I'm good. I got you. I'm gonna do your work. Oh, I promise." But just you he know, he was telling you to go away. He wasn't telling me to go away. He was just like, "Just let me do me." Uh, I said, "Okay, well." It was a straight A student. Okay, I can give you that. And so I took that, and that that kind of stuck with me all night. You know, it just stuck with me because I didn't feel it as a push off. Okay, but I just felt like something's is something with this kid. So I just kept watching his grace and everything, and um, and then it came a time when I found out what was truly going on with him. And I always say this, never judge a book by its cover because, you know, no matter if our if our students are in the streets, no matter if they're in gangs, no matter what goes on, because life outside of school still goes on. You still can't judge that book by its cover. Your sole job is to still teach and try to grab that child so that you can give them the experience, educational experience they need so they can grow from whatever is holding on to them. And so um, he wanted to quit. He was having a hard time. He wanted to quit, but I talked to him. I poured to him. I said, if you keep coming every day, I promise I have you. You mm-hmm. give me 10%. I give you 90%. Just don't quit. It we'll make his, 100. Right. Yeah. It was his senior year. Don't quit. You've came this far. And when he walked across the stage, and it's like at graduation, we make a tunnel for our students. They, they walk through after they graduate. He walked up to me. He gave me the tightest hug. He said, I appreciate you. Uh-huh. And that meant the world to me. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah, that meant the world to me. So you weren't deterred by what he said to you. No. It, it was just a, it was a signal to you to pay attention. To pay attention. And because he wasn't rude. Yeah. He was not rude. And it's like we just have to not um, wear our emotions on the sleeves and more so try to see what they're what they're screaming out for because mm-hmm. they're saying something We just have to be able to see what they're trying to say. So beautiful. I have tissues in my Mary Poppins bag. <laughs> Speaking of Mary Poppins, <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen the new movie? The new I, Mary Poppins? I have not. Okay, I, I have, have to not. tell you this because something you said just made me think of it. You said you can't judge a book by its cover. Correct. There's a wonderful song in the new movie, and it's. I think it goes something like, the cover is not the book. Right. Um, every chapter is what tells a story. And that's what you're saying about your students. Absolutely. Absolutely. Teaching at, I teach at an inner city school, a Title I inner city school. So it's, um, 
our our students have tough walks, you know. So you just have to um, be what they need and meet them where they are because every student deserves a chance. Yes. Every student deserves a chance. Our jobs are to teach the students, to prepare them. Every student deserves a chance. And you perform that job valiantly every day. Every day. I can already tell. Every day. And l- let's talk about that. Let's let's go back to the teaching side and the, the curriculum at hand that you have to deliver yes. every single day in the classroom. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, a classroom of students are relying on you. Mm-hmm. And you have 14 jobs. I mean, we went, <laughs> we went over them. A lot is going on in your day. Yes. And that's true for so many teachers. Mm-hmm. So how do you balance making sure that the students are earning the credits they need to graduate with also addressing, you know, the well-being and the connectedness of the child? How um, do you do both? You have to know your students and build relationships with your students. Um, because as I stated before, they are caring a lot. So you have to be there for them so that you can help them break away from the things they're carrying so it won't hinder them from learning. Because if you think about if a child comes to school hungry, how are they going to learn? You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So you have to build those relationships and and feel and and be just be their motivation. Um, I keep everything in my (laughs) everything in my office, Um, food. The older rent, just everything. <laughs> you just a sweater, you know, just everything. Because kids need stuff. You don't know where they're coming from, but you need them to be able to be successful. We need them to be successful in the classrooms. We want them to be successful on their exams. We want them to be successful stewards of the communities. So we have to prepare them for all of that. And we have to make sure that they are okay as full rounded, not just academically rounded, but as a whole person. Mm-hmm. So sometimes for you and your students, that means you're you're meeting basic needs in the classroom yes. in order to meet the learning needs and Absolutely. learning objectives. Absolutely, I totally, I totally get it. Well, I know you you've already shared so many wonderful tricks and tips that you use in the classroom just to put their minds and hearts at ease so that they can embrace the instruction. Correct. So bring it home for us, Latanya. You know, our audience is raring to go after this. We want to enlighten them with a teaching tip that our listeners can implement in their classrooms right away. And I know you have a really cool beginning of class strategy that you use when they first sit down. Take us through that. Um, For your caring classroom. For my caring classrooms. Um, One thing, I don't know if you all have heard about capturing kids' hearts, but always allow students to share good things that are going on in their life. Um, Allow, um, place motivational, each, each, the top of each week, I have a motivational, different motivational quotes every week on the board when they walk in. And I ask them to think about it. How does it make you feel? You know, you just got to get through and to that, um, pour in, just pour that positivity into them, no matter what it takes. They need to see it and they need to hear it. And if they see it and hear it, they'll feel it. And just continue to, to be positive stewardess for them. Show them that it's going to be okay. Everybody's having a tough time right now in education. You know, we are, but we, we have to be there for those students because guess who's going to be taking care of us? They are. Yeah. (laughs) So we got to prepare them for it. So just get your motivation together. Um, 
find you some quotes, you know, get you some music, aromatherapy, you yes. know, your essential oils. Everything works. Trust me. You build that environment. If you go home, you have a little cozy environment that you can relax into. Think about that and bring that into your classroom for your students. That will help. That helps them. That helps. So you literally put a quote on the board. Every they all, Monday. They all come in and sit down. Mm-hmm. And Miss Singleton Clark says, we're talking about this quote. How does this make you feel? As I, Take a minute to read it. Take a minute to think about it. And now talk to me about it. And what kind of things come up in that conversation? Um, just like they'll say, I can't quit. Um, just depending on whatever the quote is on the board. Um, don't quit. Um, let your haters hate. You know, I always throw different things in there. Hmm. Um, stay positive. But it always brings it back to positivity. No matter what's going on, it's going to always bring it back to positivity. That's right, because you have a positive classroom climate. Absolutely. As we've been learning for the past few minutes. One of my favorite things you said when I first spoke to you, Latania, was, was this quote. And I just want to make sure that teachers hear this. You said, when you come into the classroom, don't just jump into the lesson. Jump into their Hearts. hearts. <laughs> yes. Jump That's into amazing. their hearts. That That's is what you need incredible. to do. Thank you, Latanya. Can I save your number if I just need some life guidance or tough? Absolutely. Luck? Okay, good. It's okay <laughs> if you're like, lose my number, lose my number. <laughs> Absolutely. You are so caring and wonderful, and I know your students benefit every day. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. That's Latanya Singleton Clark from Northeast High School, and I'm your host, Ashley Mingwasser. Thanks for listening to Classroom Conversations, the platform for Georgia's teachers. And remember, You're a great teacher. Thank you. Goodbye for now.